Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 with Play Blue. You can see what takes your fancy at playblue.ie. You know you want it. We're just chatting there about some of the fad diets that you've ever done over the years, from juicing to Atkins or whatever it was. A few texts in uh, there to 0876797104. Dermot, good evening. I eat as much as possible. More food equals more energy. Now, there's something really interesting about that because sir, some new research has shown if you do eat more food, you do have more energy and then you will fidget more, you will move more, you will walk more, so you'll burn off that excess food and it'll your body will adjust to help you maintain your weight. And if you go on a diet and you eat less food, you will fidget less, you will move less, you will sit down more, so you're... Oh yeah, you're stagnant kind of. Yeah, so your body tries to hang on to a certain weight. That's why when you go on a diet and you, you plateau, it's because it's not that you're not exercising or looking after your diet properly. You could have, be 100% on point with that. It's just you're just not twitching or fidgeting or mm. moving around usually when you would because you're like, oh no, I'm wrecked. But I think I, I'm no dietitian and I'm no uh, health expert. But I think when you do get hungry, you know, people that don't eat enough yeah. basically and they'll skip a, a meal, that when you start to feel hungry, isn't doesn't it eat into your like fat reserve or something so like then your bones get all dense and you start just turning into a mess yeah. <laughs> your bones get all dense yeah I don't know but it's meant to be really bad for you but as well as that doesn't actually help you lose weight I don't know there's something my sister's a dietitian. we should get her on get her on get her on the line uh, we've got a message in there hi Sarah she's just to let you know sugar doesn't cause diabetes a common misconception what I thought sugar was the only thing that caused diabetes hang on a second hang on a second uh, Claire is sugar not the devil is sugar not the devil? Claire, are you a nurse? Or are you a dietitian? Or are you a health person? Or are you a blogger that talks about... No, 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 no. No, I'm laughing at, you know, there's a certain somebody <clears throat> in the public in the public eye. A certain Z-list Irish celebrity who came out years ago oh, and said yeah. all sorts about... Oh, yeah. Who was absolutely unqualified to talk. Oh, yeah, just collected like 30 tokens off the back of a rice Literally, I was like, now, um, hey, I'm a qualified. If you eat um, chocolate, you will get... Bigger um, boobs. ADHD. It's like, no, no, you won't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely not. A lot of that mad stuff around. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of mad stuff, one of the fads at the moment is, uh, again, I'll put my hand up, I've done it as well, intermittent fasting and time-restricted eating. Basically means intermittent fasting... Uh, and time restricted feeding you will eat within a certain window during the day so it might be 2pm to 10pm and then you don't eat until then so you fast from 10 until 2 the next day and that's meant to they'll proclaim it is the new magic bullet when it comes to you losing weight and being healthy and fitting into your bikini 
for uh, your summer holidays, which we'll probably never be able to go on again. Anyway, they've done some research looking into the impact that intermittent fasting and time-restricted eating has in comparison to normal boring diets that we've known about for years. Are they better than conventional diets? John Hopkins University, they did a study on that, and we're going to be chatting to Professor Nisa Maruther next here on the show will be able to tell you should you bother your hole with intermittent fasting or time-restricted eating if you want to or need to lose weight. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. For it's Cormac and Saoirse here and we're just, you know, talking about those crazy diet fads you might have done over the uh, last number of, of years because every so often there just seems to be a, a new, like, secret weapon when it comes to kind of weight loss and fitness. Yeah, there actually does. And, you know, years ago it was the Atkins diet and people cutting out carbs. Like that was the big one where just eat meat all day and eat some veg and stuff. And then I think recently, because before lockdown, I remember speaking to someone in work about intermittent intermittent fasting. Is that what it's called? I think you've done it as well before. But they basically said you can eat any amount of food you want. Just keep it within a few hours. Never did it. (laughs) Obviously. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's become hugely popular. It is the Atkins of our time and there's people who swear by it, who'll die by it. And, if, you know, you even suggest that maybe there's a better option. It's as if you're trying to threaten to kill their entire family and they'll take it that personally. But listen, uh, what is what exactly is intermittent fasting and what does the latest research say? Should you try it? Should you use it? Is it the holy grail that we're all led to believe over the last while? Well, from the uh, John Hopkins University Division of General Internal Medicine, we're uh, delighted to welcome onto the show. She's uh, Assistant Professor of Medicine, Epidemiology and Nursing. Uh, Professor Nisa, uh, Nisa Maruther, how are you? All right, how are you doing? I want to thank you so much for having me today. Thank you for coming on. Now, obviously, diets and fasting has been around forever, I guess. Um, but this new kind of way of intermittent fasting, where people are doing it over a certain amount of time, is there anything to back that up? Yeah, so, I, you know, I do want to you know, address that there is a difference between time-restricted feeding and intermittent fasting. Uh, they have a lot of overlap. So time-restricted feeding really focuses on the time of day that you eat. Um, and it may not involve a lot of fasting, uh, whereas intermittent fasting, which overlaps with it, focuses, you know, the focus is on fasting. So you have, you know, the, the having periods of time where you have no calorie intake. So in many intermittent fasting plans, people actually eat fewer calories on specific days in order to be in a fasting state. So I guess the first question is kind of, does time-restricted feeding or intermittent fasting work? Um, what we studied is time-restricted feeding, um, which does involve a bit of, of fasting. Um, so I think we can start there. Cool. So when you're talking about time-restricted feeding, what is usually the protocol that someone would follow if they were implementing that diet? Yeah, so, um, and, and again, there's there's overlap there between intermittent fasting and time-restricted because you're kind of, inter- you're, uh, yeah. by virtue of restricting your feeding, you're not eating other times that you're fasting. Uh, yeah, so a typical time-restricted feeding pattern uh, may be eating uh, between the hours of 8 a.m. and 2 p.m., um, confining all of your calorie calorie intake there. Um, there are other protocols where people eat later, but basically constrain themselves to an eight-hour period. Um, and those are some of the more popular time-restricted feeding protocols. Now, why why did we even think time-restricted feeding was worth studying or understanding in the first place? Um, you know, one of the things that is interesting about the human body is that uh, we kind of have, a, we have a biological clock. And so, um, we have a circadian rhythm to almost everything um, that we that we that our body does, and including that if you eat out of 
uh, rhythm, you know, whether or not you're affecting your metabolism poorly. So, for example, we've known for a long time that shift workers, people who work overnight, seem to have more obesity or have more diabetes. And we never really knew, is it because they're eating overnight, you know, out of sync with their clock, or is it because they're mm. eating different foods? And so, you know, one of the things that has been an interest um, in the time-restricted feeding realm is, should you be lining up what you, when you eat with your circadian rhythm? I.e., if you're human, then you're supposed to be active during the day and resting at night. And so if you're eating at night, are you kind of out of whack? Are you out of, out of rhythm? And vice versa for mice. You know, mice are active at night and supposed to eat yeah. at night. Um, and a lot of studies in mice had shown that if you feed mice, if you restrict it to night, they do better than if you make them eat during the day. And that's really how we started asking this question about humans. I was always told that you should leave at least kind of 12 hours before eating again because... That gives your metabolism time to kind of restart and settle during the night. Is there mm-hmm. anything to back that up? Yeah, so you know, there that is the the idea between the, behind intermittent fasting is you know by fasting by not eating are you kind of resetting your metabolic clock. I think the thing that in terms of is there anything there, I think all the research is still pointing to, including you know studies the study that we've done most recently, all of it's pointing to the fact that the calorie the number of calories you eat is probably much more important. If because you're fasting you eat fewer calories, you will lose weight. But probably the time of day that you're eating, just restricting that without restricting your calories is not going to do it. It is not going to reduce your weight. We didn't find it in our recent study, and, and I think the literature doesn't support that. Some, uh, there's a whole area of people who will do, you know, time-restricted eating, and then they'll, they'll try and do fasted cardio, and they'll do all these other crazy things and point to things about mm-hmm. insulin levels, and, you know, you're going to fire up your fat burning because you've no calories in you, so then your body has to go and, and burn, you know, your, your stored energy in the form of fat. But again, it, it's the science is basically saying it's kind of calories is number one and time of day might be important, but I suppose for 99% of the population probably isn't. Yeah, I think the, the key message is calories, uh, calories in, calories out. That's what it's going to take to achieve the weight you want, um, and, you know, getting that balance right. You know, I don't think that, I do think that if you fast, we know that short term when you fast or you change how you're, how you're eating or how active you are, that is going to affect your metabolism. The issue is that most people are not doing that long term. So I think that there's a question of kind of short term, are you changing the way your body handles blood sugar? Maybe. Um, But I think we don't have any evidence that long term there's a benefit for any of those. Did you find anything else interesting while you were studying kind of diets and how we kind of metabolize our food and stuff? Yeah, so, you know, for our our particular study, we restricted, uh, those are a recent study that we uh, talked about at the American Heart Association meeting. We basically had two groups. Uh, One group um, ate all of their food between, they ate 80% of their calories between 8 a.m. and 1 p.m. And the other group ate 50% or more of their calories after 5 p.m. Those were the two comparison groups. So the Mm. first one was time-restricted feeding, eating earlier in the day, kind of trying to be in sync with your, your circadian rhythm. And what we found was, both groups lost some weight, which we oftentimes see in a study like this, and but the weight change wasn't different. So the, they both had a kind of similar weight loss. You know, that was the main finding. That was our main question that we were looking at. Uh, yeah. We are still waiting for the results of some of our uh, blood sugar and related tests to come in. Um, you know, those could show something. Um, but I think weight is, a, is the major question that a lot of people have had. Because obviously myself and Cormac work in the evening time. So, you know, I come home from 
our show and at one o'clock in the morning I start eating. But maybe it's because, <laughs> you know, when other people would have been eating at six, seven, eight o'clock, I wasn't. I was working. So I was thinking, oh, I'm going to start putting on weight now because of the time of day I'm eating. Do you know that kind of way? But it's good to know that that's not the case. Yeah, we don't think so. Uh, we certainly didn't study people who only snack at midnight. And, <laughs> you know, I think that there's still, <laughs> still something to be said for, you know, are you eating different food at night? Do you think that you eat something different because you're not, uh, because you're eating overnight? Um, are you less active because you're not able to be active during the day if you're working? That's, yeah, that's a really good point, isn't it? And a lot of people who will listen to the show now as well will be shift workers and would be, you know, working at night. And it can be, you know, yeah, as you said, difficult to go out and do things. You can't go to a, a yoga class at two in the morning and keep yourself active if your, you know, schedule is kind of turned up um, on its head. But I think the other thing that was interesting that I found, I, like I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but I did intermittent fasting before and, you know, you come to realise a year or two later that the reason it worked is because I stopped eating after nine o'clock at night. So my calories would have mm-hmm. been restricted, but it was just impossible to keep that up long term because of a bit of an a-hole at dinner being all like, oh, I can't have a dessert now because it's six minutes past nine and you're just really a horrible person to be around. Yeah, I think that, it, you know, one of the, I, I, I'm a primary care provider and I think one of the things that I always emphasize with patients, and I think this continues to be true, is the best diet for you is the one that you can follow. And you don't want to make yourself miserable. If you are putting yourself in a situation where you, yeah. you know, your most enjoyable meal is your evening meal and you don't allow yourself that meal, you're not going to be able to sustain that. And so that's not going to be a helpful long-term solution. Cormac, you're probably like me. Like you want a solution. You want a quick fix to all of this, but really it's down mm-hmm. to how many calories you're eating and what type of food you're eating and your exercise. Yeah, your physical activity. Yeah, it's the, the same the same things we've known for a long time. Probably <laughs> still the most important. Yeah, it's just unfortunately, you know, fitness influencers can't sell that as a, a quick fix to their problems. You know, it's kind of like, ooh, sign it's like no have a skinny tea go on a new protocol instead but listen the, the word here this evening you're hearing from uh, Professor Maruther who is uh, from the John Hopkins University is it's pretty much there's no magic pill when it comes to this uh, weight loss and health it's consistency over time and overall calories I take it yes Exactly right. It continues to be all about calories in, calories out. Yeah, and until yeah, until we do find a magic pill, listen, we'll just have to stick with the science. But uh, listen, Professor uh, Nisa Maruther, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks a million for one, doing that uh, research and shining a light on some of the fads that kind of are out there. And uh, listen, we appreciate you giving up your time tonight. We will chat you again soon. Okay, thank you so much. Here. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. It's Cormac and Sir here on Room uh, 104. And just seeing uh, the news from a little bit earlier on, uh, if you're a student nurse, you're probably incredibly frustrated with certain decisions that were taken tonight. There was a motion to pay student nurses while they're on their placement in hospitals. Which is so right. Do you think it's right? That they pay student nurses. During the middle of a pandemic? When, yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, Finnegal, Finnegal, Finnegal and uh, the Greens have decided to uh, not pay you. Vote against paying. <laughs> oh, yeah. my dear God. You'd wonder, you'd wonder with uh, those people. So maybe that's they should give evening. some of their own wage to the nurses. No, no, no. They need a raise. Uh, they need a raise. Apparently, certain ministers got raises earlier on. Listen, I appreciate if you're if you're a student nurse, you're probably in a rage right now. But how long is your nursing placement for? I don't know actually. Like, if you're a student nurse listening, it's some info that I'd love from you tonight, right? How long is your placement for? And if it's like a nine to five full time job, how do you survive if you can't get paid? Surely it is a nine to five, five at least, I'd say. Yeah, I don't know. You're probably working 12, 13, 14 hour shifts a couple of days a week. It's an minimum. absolute disgrace. During a, do you not even think during a pandemic they would have thrown them on the old PUP? What's an extra couple of million? 
when well, we're paying honestly, out five or six billion a week. They're so needed. <laughs> Nurses are so bloody needed. Always. Not even just during a pandemic. Always. But in particular now, like I know you're getting qualified and you're getting the experience and that is obviously important and valuable. But No, no, hang on a second. No. I think in any industry you should be paid, work placement or not. If you're working you're getting up and you're going into a workplace and you're doing a job, you should be bloody paid. And especially, especially in the healthcare industry. I, I can understand in certain situations where it would be beneficial if you could go in and do work placement for free, right? And you're getting some... If you're work shadowing, if you're watching over someone that's and what I learning, mean. that's different. As opposed to, to just photocopying and, and you're in for free, which I know is a bit scummy. And I know as well that unpaid work placements keeps a ton of people who can't afford to do that out of jobs and out of careers and out of industries and stuff like that but if you're a student nurse I'd say you know take a moment from smashing your head into the steering wheel or punching the wall for a second I just don't know how long is your training and how long before you can actually start earning and how how do you fund yourself if you're working those nursing hours because surely you can't be expected to work in a bar on a Friday and Saturday night after sure they don't care yeah they don't, they don't give an F clearly. A- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. About your well-being. And like nursing is hands on. Do you know what I mean? You're not sitting at a desk photocopying. Not even. It's not even hands on. It's someone's life is in your hands. Well, These are huge decisions that that you could make, like huge mistakes that you could make that could cost someone their life. That too. Yeah. It's a huge amount of responsibility. And uh, so, uh, listen. Just re- I suppose remember that this evening. Apparently, uh, politics is all about this. We'll look after this. We'll make sure that this is addressed. I just thought that maybe this year during a pandemic, if student nurses are going in on the front line, where they're far more likely to get COVID and gets very very sick and potentially risk their own lives and now they're just told like uh, no you're alright I'm shocked with that it's a bit mad isn't it yeah that's bad that's if, really bad if you're a student nurse or know someone with stories just tell us what your week is like how long you're on placement and uh, how do you manage or survive or fund yourself when you're doing that because like, I can't imagine you can do a part time job on top of that and as well as that you shouldn't have to 
kind of shouldn't have to because you don't want a nurse going in exhausted after working their placement and now they're anyway and of course you will be you'll make yourself run down and you'll end up getting sick yourself trust it, not like us to not prioritise valuable people in society I just thought that was a little yeah it's bad really really bad they could have like what is an extra couple of how much would it have cost the government probably a couple of million more than a couple of million but throw them on the PUP lads and keep that going for the next while anyway let us know uh, if you're a student nurse you're probably a little bit angry this evening 0876797104 still to come this hour we'll have music from uh, Sagala and 24 Golden that's on the way next year in room. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. it's Cormac and Sir here on FM 104 hope you're well now have you ever caught anyone in the act Anyone doing something they shouldn't be doing ever caught anyone, anyone being bold? Maybe it was at a house party or in work at a Christmas party. Uh, let us know. 0876797104. Because this latest story to come out of Brussels is um, insane. What actually happened? Absolutely insane. You might have been following this, but a Hungarian uh, government official, a Hungarian MEP, his name, Joseph Sager. Sager? Don't forget Anyway, he was spotted climbing out the window and an apartment block running along a gutter his hands were bleeding he had a backpack on him and somebody spotted him I was like what's going on here and reported it to the police um, no sorry the police were called to a house party he was at he was in a different country and he was breaking lockdown oh I thought he was being attacked or something no no he was fleeing a party that he was at an illegal party that he was at he was in um, he was in Brussels and they have strict lockdown rules and quarantine rules like ourselves at the moment no one is meant to be attending a Porsche with no. loads of people and somebody somebody reported a noise disturbance in the apartment of the house that they were in Okay. and the guards knocked on the door and were like hey lads what's going on and your man legged it and he legged it out the window and he turns out that he was a government official he wanted uh, immunity he was like don't be arrest me now but he uh, was at this he was at this lockdown breaking party and it turns out it was a orgy with 25 other men so the police knocked down the door yeah. and it was just 25 lads in the nip having a big orgy and this MEP was there what makes it kind of weirder as well is that uh, this particular Hungarian MEP is part of Hungary's uh, conservative kind of anti-gay party and uh, anti-gay and anti-LGBT and all that stuff is kind of on the rise over there and they're bringing in real strict new laws and kind of going backwards a little bit and a lot of bad stuff over there so this guy has been involved in a lot of the anti-LGBT laws and and is part of that party that is very much against uh, gay rights and things like that so for him a staunch anti-gay person very strange to be in a at a gay orgy not a good look for the Hungarian MEP definitely not I mean why do people do that he has since resigned from the party and his party officials have said that's the only thing he could do in Hungary they are suppressing the bit about the uh Gay orgy. They're saying he was just at a lockdown party and he broke the rules and he's a bold boy and that's all that happened. So news outlets over in Hungary are not mentioning the fact that it was a it was a gay orgy, and um, because they're obviously trying to suppress that as well at the moment. Now there's some conspiracy theorists out there saying that he's been set up by German secret police. Madness. Oh please, just hold your hands up and say, look, I am gay and I'm happy and I'm going to a party. Which you shouldn't be going to a party. That's the only thing that's wrong here. <laughs> that's Go to your orgies thing. once lockdown is finished. Alright? And while you're at it, maybe don't join that party and don't be anti-gay. What are the guidelines for orgies under level three? I don't know. I wouldn't say they're very good. We'll get Simon Harris on here, Stephen Donnelly, and go, listen, orgies, lads. Uh, how do you keep two metres? You know, Can do you need you? a stick? What's going on here? Should you wash your hands every time? Or uh, what's going on? But uh, this story, it's it, it's insane. It's mad. It's baffling. But he was caught sneaking out the window. 
and had blood all over his hands because he was trying to, I think, get away before he was stung. But I just got me thinking, like, have you ever caught anyone in the act? You've probably never caught a government official in a gay orgy, right? No, I don't think I have, actually, no. Fair enough. It doesn't have to be that bad, but have you ever caught anyone in the act doing something that they shouldn't be doing sexually? Um, This is terrible. I shouldn't even be saying this on air, but anyway, I'm going to say it. So about, I'd say, 12 years ago, I was only, no, it was longer than that because I was only 18. 18 and I had, stop that. I went away with my boyfriend at the time and uh, it's a family holiday. My dad and my stepmom brought us on and everything was lovely. And, you know, we stayed, it was in France. So they have these communal pool things. So we had a communal pool and our balcony was looking over the pool. And so we said goodnight and we had a great night and I was taking off my makeup in the bathroom. He was just like, oh, your dad is still in the pool. That's so weird. But your stepmom and I was like oh okay and then I came back into the room and he was like um uh do you want me to close the curtain don't look out the window (laughs) I was like why what's going on he said just just don't look out the window and yeah right there no and the window was open and it was you know the pool is like right below and it wasn't like we were up this huge level like it was there you caught your lad doing it yeah oh there's no I thankfully have never had never done that walked in on the parents haven't in the pool like who does that at his age for sake wow like he should be finished doing that now oh that's more that that scares you for life catching the parents in the act oh my god I know it sounds bad it didn't seem as bad as if it was my mom and dad if they were still together. Do you know, like a stepmom, it's kind of like, okay, fine. Although maybe that would have messed you up if it had been your mom and dad in the pool all these years afterwards. <laughs> yeah, you were like, I'm geez. so, I was just dealing with that and now I'm so <laughs> confused. Mom and dad, what's going on getting back what? together? Oh my God, horrible. No, that, that would never happen. But yeah, I was just um, disturbed. Yeah, I was disturbed. And then of course, the next day, like you can't say... Like, did you have a good night? No, you did. Okay, never mind. Like, it's so. <laughs> Do you want to go in the pool? No, definitely not. That's never it. going into that pool the ever kids again. Jumping in the pool the next oh, day, and I was like, God "You're sake. disgusting." Did you say it to him? No, I didn't say. Well, it to him. on line number two now. Would you believe? No. Uh, no, that's just that's disgusting. <laughs> Listen, let us know if you've ever caught anyone in the act. Uh, like the my former housemates, the walls where I live are like paper thin. Yeah, and just. They, you open the door and the whole wall shakes. But one, one night they came back and you just hear... Eh, oh, eh, it's so disturbing, isn't and it? you know they're like, trying to be quiet. And, and it's worse because yeah. then you're more in tune to this and you're like, I can't unhear this. And just this muted pillow groaning. <laughs> it's horrible. It is absolutely Nothing, worst. I actually get so stressed when that happens. It's disgusting because they're like right beside you. They're like five inches away from you. And you're like, oh, this is disgusting. It's so disgusting. It happened actually in a hotel before and it's a kind of well-known hotel the doors and the walls are very bloody thin right oh no I heard everything upstairs like I mean everything screaming and everything I thought I was going to call security <laughs> I thought something Someone was happening murdered upstairs Could you then, please help yeah, then I realised they were having a great time and then it made me feel worse because I was having a terrible time yeah you know I was like asleep yeah being woken up going oh I, I just spent a night in a hotel and I didn't do this yeah. the worst most mortifying thing to happen to someone being caught in the act and they must have not believed that this was actually possible right but when we when I was 14 or 15 uh, in school obviously in secondary school we were going down for the annual sports day and they decided to have the sports day down at the local running track which was like a 5 or 10 minute walk down a road from the school 
and you cross the road and you'd go in there, right? In front of the running track, there was a car park. And uh, you know one of those old gravelly car parks? It wasn't done over with tarmac. It was just a stony car oh, park. Yeah. One of yeah. those ones. Mm. There was a big, huge car park in front of the running track and you had to walk in and, and get into the running track that way and that's where the sports day was going to be, right? So the entire school was walking up the road. So you can imagine the guts of a thousand students, a thousand teenagers were walking up the road to get into the running track, turn the corner and everyone is walking through the car park to get into the running track, right? Yeah. There is one Honda Civic at 11am in the morning in the middle of the car park rocking back and forth Right, eleven a.m. I swear to God, rocking back and forth, and all we see is this white arse in the back seat pounding away. Right, yeah, and everyone suddenly starts realizing, and the teachers kind of like no idea what to do, and then you just see two heads popping up, mortified that an entire school of a thousand people is after coming up and catching them in the act. They thought they were safe. They obviously thought they were safe and that no one would... Who'd be around on like a Thursday afternoon or Thursday morning at 11 o'clock? Oh my God, that was clearly an affair as well, I think. I don't know what it was, but it's the most embarrassing. I felt so bad for them. Can you imagine? You think you're grand and having a quick one in the car park and the entire school shows up. So anyway, they obviously tried to sheepishly put them, you know, put their clothes on with the head down under the seat and go, oh, that's burned actually, out of there. I lie, I actually did get caught once. Um... Very bold. Again, I was only like 18. Uh, down at a very well-known beach. Right. One night, very late. Um, right. Having a great time. And then <laughs> next minute, this torch shines in and two oh, guards no. are standing there and I am butt naked. No, you're not. I swear to God, yeah. Butt naked. And they were like... So, of course, they're trying to talk to you, but you're like, I'm, I'm naked. Will you just give me time? What to is that in there? What do you think, guard? I know. And they were young guards and they were just like, just get changed and leave, will you? For God's sake. I'd wonder, yeah... If you're a guard and you're listening, how many times you've been called to something like that? And the people riding the car <laughs> And how do you... Do they train you for that in Templemore? Now, lesson number 42. What do you do if young ones are riding in the car <laughs> down in Port Marnock or on Hose? What do you do? How do you approach that situation? Do you just nudge the car and kind of go, hey, what's going on? Oh, that's awful. Um, I got caught myself one time. I used to go to a building site in the car with my ex when we were young. After a week of doing this, the security guard we didn't know was there called the guards. When we were leaving, the guard of the car pulled me over and started asking me why I was there. I was asked to step out of the car and my jeans jeans fell around my ankles. Bangarda, of course, almost peed herself laughing and told me to get on my... Oh, that is too good. Oh, the awkwardness, I can feel it. (laughs) Paul, thank you very much for that. That's hilarious. Um, Oh hmm? no, that, that is my worst fear. In the whole world. Uh, in <laughs> <laughs> My mother caught me having um, having a good time watching pornography locked out of my head. Oh my God. Like what? Like, oh my God. I remember, right, at certain, I have two brothers. At certain ages, they end up staying in their bedroom forever. And they don't come out. <laughs> I'm playing FIFA. I play FIFA and they don't have a TV or a PlayStation in the room and uh, like I used to literally like bang my feet going up the stairs if you know my mom would say go and call him for dinner and you know you'd call and he wouldn't answer and you'd be like I'm just coming up the stairs now and then you'd be banging on the door being like don't yeah. worry come out whenever you want because the, the fear of walking in and someone jumping up like that and it's someone that like your brother is disgusting sorry I, I got oh my god actually did you get caught by your mom? Oh my god, how did I forget this story? No. 
It was uh, your sister. No, no, the next door neighbor. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you wanking in the bush or something? Yeah, that's what I did when I was twelve. <laughs> no, I didn't. Of course, I didn't do that. Uh, no, what what happened was uh, it was. Was it New Year's Eve? Or the No, it was New Year's Eve. My next door neighbours used to always have a New Year's Eve party, right? <laughs> and we were in there. Me and two of the lads were there and it was just boring. And we were like, do you want to go in and mess around the computer inside? So we're like, yeah, Grant. So we're, I don't know what we were doing, but it was me and two of the other lads. And obviously someone suggested the house to ourselves. Like, do you want to watch some porn? Now, group watching of porn is the most awkward ask, thing in the world. Yeah. Are you not like, oh, this is something I want to do in private? None of us can stand up for another six minutes. So anyway. Right. Uh, we're watching it. And... We're in like the front room and my next door neighbour decides to come around because my mum's inside probably having a great time. Yeah. And and he suddenly realised, oh, where are the lads? I'll go in and They're get them and bring quiet. them back in. Yeah, and we'll have a bit of crack. So anyway, we're watching this inappropriate stuff loading up an old dial-up internet connection. Oh, yeah. So it's coming in pixel by pixel oh, down the lovely. screen. Loading up this filthy video. And uh, our next door neighbour, <laughs> next door neighbour comes in, opens the door and we just hear this door open and we all panic, right? Look, who the hell was that? And someone was coming into the room. So... I turned around to my mate, Danny, who was at the screen, and I was like, here, close it down, close it down. You know, they close it down, panic. So I was like, grand. So I thought he did it, and he closes down the window. And we were like, oh, close down the computer window, turn around, your man comes in. Nick, our next door neighbor, comes in. He's like, hey, lads, what are you up to? Oh, nothing. I was just uh, what, looking at cars uh, on, on the internet. Now, it turns out that Danny, um, he didn't hit the X on the window. He hit the minimize button. Oh, no. And he left the speakers on. So we're there in the room. Oh, just looking at cars. And then out of nowhere on this blank screen, you just hear, oh, oh my God. Oh, and I was like, oh, Jesus. So I just grabbed him and pushed him out the door. I was like, oh, yeah, we'll be in in a second. Yeah. Oh, he clearly knew, but was like, they're learning. I was so, the uh, we were way. 12 or 13, I think. Oh, my God. Really embarrassing. Because we thought we got away with it for a second. We were all turned around like, oh, thank God. But it had been minimized. And FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. So uh, Cormac and Saoirse here wanting to know, have you ever been caught in the act like the Hungarian MEP who was caught running out of a, climbing out of a window onto like a balcony after police raided an illegal party that was breaking lockdown rules and it turns out it was a gay orgy. But if you've ever been caught in the act or caught someone in the act doing something that maybe they shouldn't have been doing, you can let us know. 87 Hi, Megan. Megan. Hi. I am horrified. <laughs> I thought you and Ben were still virgins. Wait until the big day to get married. <laughs> Dear God. Yeah. You're not, um, are you? Yeah, they're supposed to be virginity on national radio now, aren't they? Yeah, that's exactly what we're forcing you to <laughs> do. Well, listen, listen, listen. It doesn't matter because the in-laws have already seen and heard enough, I suppose. They've seen everything yeah. that they they need to see. But what happened to you two guys? So, um... Two Christmases ago, I was staying over in Ben's, I think it was Jesus there, and he got me a Polaroid camera for Christmas. So, you know, leave it to the imagination, took a few photos on the Polaroid, and, <laughs> and we forgot about it. We thought nothing would come, but whatever. So, um, a couple of months later, Ben's mom was changing his bed sheets, and she just kind of was real kind of shy with him and stuff after when she was talking to him. She was like, Hi, um, just to let you know, I left your match attacks um, in the desk drawer in your room, and it clicked with us. So Ben's mum has seen me in the nip. Yeah. Oh, what what was what's match attacks? Yeah, what do you mean by that? Match attacks. Did you? She must assume the Polaroids are match attacks, and didn't want to make it awkward. No, she didn't know what else to call them. She didn't know. Oh, she didn't know what to call them. What are match attacks? You know, um, remember the football trading cards? 
Oh yeah. Oh, how awkward. <laughs> These are your little trading cards now of Megan. Okay, I'll put them into the drawer. <laughs> how many is these worth? Are you filling a whole team? Oh, no. Like, that must be yeah. so awkward for a mother. I mean, you're bringing a child up as a baby right up. He's your little boy. And then that happens. You're just... Yeah. How'd you get over that? <laughs> uh, Megan, how many years ago was that? Two years ago, I think. Yeah. And and how, how's your relationship with the mother now? Honestly, great. Like, I was dying every time I saw her, little every time I saw her for the next month or so, but she never mentioned it and it was fine. Megan, I think I think she hates you. <laughs> I hope not. Now I'm going to cry. <laughs> Are you still staying over in Ben's? Yeah. I mean, she hasn't put us in separate rooms. So. <laughs> Has she changed the sheets, though? No, yeah. that now, yeah. thank God. Oh my God, that's that's mortifying. That is embarrassing. Yeah. I don't know how. I'd never, I'd never go to the house ever again. I'd well, just be like, know, good oh, luck, see you, bye. Mothers and Irish mothers need to realise at a certain age, you don't go into the son's room and let him clean the sheets himself, right? Yeah, because he should have been doing that himself. He should have been. That's when we realised. <laughs> what, what was yeah, that What did he say? What did he say? He said, that's when we realised he should have been changing his own exactly. sheets. Exactly, no. Like it happened to me actually I went home one day and my whole room had been cleaned after school and there was two penthouse magazines because I was like you know where my mum will never find them under the mattress they find everything I know, but like the stupidest place in the world she's never going to look under the mattress and she didn't say anything and they were just on the pillow and it, do you know what it was the, the dirty it was like hairy bush penthouse magazines oh, from the gross. 80s because oh. it was one of the lad's dad's stash of magazines that he'd been selling that's a different story altogether and different family issues going on over there but there's nothing more mortifying especially with the parents but the parents in laws like oh my god oh no I couldn't yeah. die <sighs> yeah I still what? die a little when I think about it but look now I told it all on national radio well listen you, you've gotten it off your chest you've vented so that's fine but listen is, is it possible to get Ben back and take a picture of him and leave it for your mum Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh God! I don't think I'm going to speak. Do you know what? She mightn't say anything. She just keep the pictures for herself and go. Well, thanks very much like, for oh, that. Now. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say it's only fair, and now I don't want to do it. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Well, listen. It is only fair, but you you can sort that out yourselves and how you want to uh, uh, ever approach that. But listen, thanks a million lads for coming on and sharing that. That's made me cringe. And I can't imagine what it has made you... Find a better hiding place for these things. Oh, he has been, thank God. The only thing is, I think Polaroids are safer than selfies because, you know what I mean, you can't... They're a little bit... You can't share them, but you can't share them on the phone or whatever, so they're probably... Polaroids, nudie Polaroids will be coming back into fashion. There's nothing worse, and I don't know if this has happened to you, Megan, but when someone is like, oh, you're showing them a picture or something, and then they kind of flick back into your photos, and you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. just Megan's left boob there, and you're like, oh, my God, oh, sorry, sorry. (laughs) So what's going on? Right. Well, yeah. um, I'm I'm so embarrassed actually even just hearing that story. But thanks yeah. for sharing it. Thanks for telling it. No, and uh, and thankfully it didn't happen recently. Like it's all go. in the past. We're all friends now. Yeah. But on uh, on line number two is Ben's mom. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? Right. Uh, listen, guys, we'll let you go. Thanks a million for popping on again. All right. We'll chat you soon. Thanks, my guys. Bye. 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 She's still in counselling. The mother. <laughs> Dear God. I've lost my son. Yeah. He's been corrupted by this evil witch woman. This naked lady. Oh, God, lads. Oh, that's bad. That was good. Actually, this was really embarrassing that happened to me and I probably shouldn't say it because I was so young and I was under... Yeah. Well, is there an age? Yeah, there is an age, isn't there? What? Jesus. Anyway, I was 15, right? And I was in my... Is this story illegal? Well, he was 15 too. Is that illegal? Technically, yeah. Well, yeah, it was illegal. We weren't doing anything. Okay. Well, we weren't doing it, but we were doing other things. But anyway, his mom said to him 
I don't really feel comfortable with Sasha coming over the house because um, you both make these grunting noises, and I know oh, what no. that means. Oh no, <laughs> grunting, grunting noises. noises. <sighs> like the way you say that, like that's disgusting. Now, in fairness, thinking back, I was fifteen. That's a child. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Me and a few friends were in a mate's house watching an educational film. A biology one, I imagine. We thought the house was empty. We were watching when his mother walked in. He panicked and hit the pause button. <laughs> oh my God. She erupted and ran us out. Oh no. Oh God. But like she erupted. That's even worse. That just wrecks the mood. You know, if mothers kind of tend to walk in it's like oh sorry and they're just horrified and they sit in silence for about three days because they're like I didn't realise he's at that age wow oh, where, did, so where did this awkward. come from all of these messages coming in getting yeah. getting really really awkward caught hi chaps I was with a lovely lady many years ago in Malahide Beach car park very late and it was very dark we were <laughs> we were going at it and afterwards, the deed was done. We were lying there in the car naked and I spot a pair of eyes looking in at us. Well, now. That's terrifying. I shoved on... The person who just sent that in has deleted it. Wow. Mid-reading it. Interesting. Very interesting. I didn't get to read the... Uh, uh, what happened? What happened to the rest that of that? Was, uh, whose eyes were staring in? That must be terrifying. Imagine being down... Like the back end of nowhere, right? And you're at it or whatever. And then you notice a shadow. And it's not a guard. It's just... What are they called? What are those people that... Dogging. A dogger. Doggers. A dogger just staring in, just having a great time watching (laughs) you. (laughs) A dogger. Oh my God. Are you a dogger? Get away, you big filthy perv. Yeah, some people do. Oh my God. Or like, imagine that's how you died. You're in the middle of doing that and someone came and just like killed you. Yeah. That's kind of scary too, isn't it? The dogger serial killer. Imagine a dogging serial killer. That's another weird porno, isn't it? Or a very weird Netflix documentary that'll be released next year or the year after. Yeah. Right. Um, If you have any other ones, you're more than welcome to send them in. We're pretty much uh, wrapped for this evening. But thank you for those. Thank you to Megan and to Ben and to Ian. Who else sent those in? And Paul. Paul as well. Uh, Tons of messages in there. There's nothing more embarrassing. Mortified for everyone. It's so awkward. I'll go home and hang your head in shame. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, listen, we're back tomorrow night and on Thursdays we do. What do you think we do? Psychic tools. We predict your future. So get your questions into us and uh, God knows what we're going to predict tomorrow. We did predict that the pubs would not ba- be back open. And are they back open? No, they're, no, they're not. No. You cannot go to a wet pub and have a pint. There you go. So uh, it's a powerful, powerful tool to predict your future so if you have any questions about your life your career your love your romances anything that's keeping you up late at night that you need an answer for 0876797104 ask us and then tomorrow night on the show at around 10 o'clock we will of course take out our magic eight ball we will take out our tarot cards and we will predict your future and give you some certainty in this crazy 2020 uh, listen that's it from us we will leave you with this uh, and as always Ihoa. we'll leave you with this this is Sagala Easy Love Ihoa. we'll talk to you tomorrow good luck bye, bye now Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.